0: Hey, Tim.
1: Hey, Dan. Uh, Do you want to hear a joke? Yeah, I would. (laughs) Did you hear about the mathematician who's afraid of negative numbers? No. He'll stop at nothing to avoid them. (laughs) I really like that one. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty bad. (laughs) Uh, Oops. Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, 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 drunk
0: accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk, 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 account. drunk, drunk, again, cat drunk, accountant. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. And I'm and Tim. And just like the man who is afraid of negative numbers, I will stop at nothing to, uh, Give you people some great information <laughs> on business.
1: I love it. This podcast stops at nothing. Stops at nothing. Like a mathematician yeah. scared of negative numbers.
0: And like the uh, advertising revenue from this business. <laughs> <laughs> it stops at nothing.
1: Yeah. Hey, I mean, a potential sponsor could make revenue. Yeah. But we're, we're definitely not. So. No. There's no problems there, though. No, no, no. no. It's not We're why we do it. it. It's not why we do it. <laughs> do this for the love. Like for AJ. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you get my Kanye reference this morning, too, when I messaged you, Dan? Uh, I assumed you said it all was. Chest. Yeah. You did a, a, a workout at the gym this yeah, morning. Yeah, I
0: did, yes. I, I assumed it was a
1: rap reference. Yeah. I didn't quite
0: understand it was Kanye.
1: Yeah, Kanye's got a lyric, mm. and I uh, forget what song it's from. And he's like, "All chest, no legs." <laughs> <laughs> well, that was me at the gym this morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at You're PT doing the glory muscles. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Just the show, uh, the show Yeah, the show muscles. Mo- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the show muscles.
0: <laughs> uh, so, welcome to the podcast. This is the Two Drunk Accountants. We are here to dispel the myths and mysteries of running a small business. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the podcast. Um, Welcome Welcome You know what If if this is the first time You've ever listened to this podcast Mm. Go to Instagram Follow us Send us a message Yeah I'd love to hear uh, How you came across Listening for the first time Just now
1: Mm -hmm. I'd also like to hear that
0: Yeah So get on there
1: Uh what, are we, uh, what do we do with this podcast, Dan?
0: Uh, I said that a second ago, but we no, dispel no. the myths and the mysteries of running small business.
1: Yeah, but I, I think, you know, we go a little bit further than that. We like to have a bit of fun as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, banter. Try to make it a little bit entertaining, which yeah. is why half of what we do is banter and mm-hmm. dribble. Yeah. Because that's just fun for us. That's do. fun for us to do. Uh, and the other half of it is hard-hitting content.
0: Yeah, hard-hitting content slash dribble. Yes. Yeah. Um, speaking of dribble... I've been watching a lot of the NBA and we might hear about that later Ooh, in the podcast. The other things. Yes. I've got a,
1: have got a very strong other thing today, Dan. Oh, great. Okay. Cool. So, right. I'm looking forward to that.
0: Well, before we get into it, what, what is, is the Tim Dan and Dan, Dan low? Tim, nice.
1: how's your week? It's been good. I went to the physio this morning, saw Michael Mann on the street. Michael Mann on the street. Actually. So, um, he gave me some needling and uh massage. Mm, nice. Was Fabulous. But how good is the weather?
0: Yesterday in particular, the weather was great. Today, a little bit cloudy, a little bit cloudy. Apparently, it's meant to rain overnight, Mm. but tomorrow is meant to be sunny. Mm.
1: Mm. I was in the Hunter Valley on the weekend too. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Actually,
0: there was a great weather day on Sunday. Beautiful, 24 degrees. I was down at the beach for a couple of hours. It was nice. Mm. I was playing golf. I wish I was at the beach. Yes, I was at the beach. I didn't go in the water. It was kind of cold in the water. Mm. But. The sand. It's definitely cold in the water. Still. <laughs> yeah,
1: the water's cold. What about you, Dan? What's cracking? Uh,
0: um, yeah, much the same, Tim. Um, I, you probably can't see it from that angle, but if you look out into my garden there, you'll mm. see the front herbs. right one.
1: I see herbs. Yeah, see
0: little white flowers developing on on that. That's uh, that's chamomile. Oh, nice. They're, they're finely flowering.
1: Yeah, I do. They're on the like the tentacles. Yes, yes.
0: So that's <laughs> uh, I'm going to make some tea out of that. Cool. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, that's my week. I've been watching that grow. <laughs> Uh, Went to the beach.
1: Your week is watching your herbs grow. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, got to do something fun. (laughs) (laughs) Got to have a hobby.
1: (laughs) Oh, the Danlo. The Uh, Danlo.
0: uh, I think today is... um, on the podcast, we're going to talk about uh, the JobKeeper legislation that just passed mm. and the new rules and is things that have been update? confirmed. Yeah, and, and mm. also we're going to chat a little bit about Super. Mm. So I think that is the business update. So we're going to maybe save that unless Although, you have another
1: one. I do have some interesting things. Well, you were past a newspaper article this week, weren't you? I was past a newspaper article. The rough contents of that? Yeah, it, it was. Um, actually, no, I don't. Okay, I did read it though. Well, I have one thing. I saw it on um, Facebook. It was posted by someone who's in parliament, Andrew Lee or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he stood up and went through a list of 50 very large companies Mm. who are paying their CEOs a big bonus this year whilst receiving JobKeeper. (laughs) One Mm. of them being like Star Casino. I mean, these bonuses are like a million bucks, let's say, possibly more. Um, And they've received a lot of JobKeeper. I think Lydon was like $30 million of JobKeeper. How do you feel about that, then?
0: Yeah, so a couple of things. My initial reaction is that's ridiculous. You, yeah. you can't receive a million dollar bonus mm. while you're receiving government subsidies to mm. fund your wages. It's a bit unsavory. Yeah. Um, the other side of it, mm. um, two things. One, I know that there's a lot of um, CEOs and, and executive um, executives in these big businesses who took significant pay cuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, true, true. You know, those people losing their jobs. There was, yeah, yeah, so, so, they okay. said, you know what? It's not fair. I'm earning this much. That's you know, true. Cutting my pay in by, by a third or by half or whatever. I, I know that that did happen. Yeah. I don't know if it's these businesses that did that. Yeah. I would assume if you're receiving a million dollars bonus, probably not. <laughs> mm, yeah. um, but if it was some type of consideration for the fact yeah. that you did cut your wage um then that's maybe not too bad yeah um the other side of it is it it would be bloody hard to manage a business through this period yeah they're probably working very hard Long yeah. hours, ridiculous time frames. Yeah. But in saying that, it doesn't leave a pleasant taste in the mouth. No. Um, it's just
1: like, it's a little bit, it's just a little bit weird. It is. I just think that's a little bit odd. Yeah.
0: I, I think my unnuanced response is, that's ridiculous. Yeah. My nuanced response is, no. there could be more to that story. Yeah, there, there yeah. definitely
1: is more to that story. Um, and so, for a lot of them, it's, it's probably fair enough. But... Yeah. It is always quite a weird thing mm. with we, you know, I guess the CEO has the most um stressful, most difficult job, probably. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it is a bit weird to see if those companies have laid people off or been decreasing hours or decreasing mm. pay even. Yeah. Um yeah, that someone would be getting a bonus of a yeah. million dollars.
0: We're we're officially in rec- recession.
1: Yeah, that's the other that is the other <laughs> business update. <laughs> I think it was um, a negative, a downturn of what, 6 or 7%?
0: Yeah, I was about to say that. It was 7%, mm. I believe. So, a recession with a downturn of 7% and a quarter. Like, normally, yeah. in the past few years, we've been having very slow growth, but yeah. it's been growth of like, you know... Under 1%. Under 1% a quarter or, yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, A drop in 7% in one quarter is is big. It's a lot. It's big. It's a lot. And that doesn't even take into consideration what's happened. You know, the second shutdown of Melbourne. I
1: know, yeah. So, is that the quarter ending June?
0: I believe so. Mm. Yeah, so the quarter ending September... Um, I imagine will also be, be down. I kind Im- of, I don't know if it will be worse.
1: Mm, maybe, maybe the rest
0: of the country mm. did kind of open back up a bit. But this is true. This is so true. it might, it'll be negative for mm. sure. I can't imagine it's going to go up. It, it'll maybe be negative seven percent. Yeah, seven percent mm. reduction in <laughs> the economy a, is is huge. Like that's, massive. if you that's think about that, yeah, that's that's just it's a very big amount.
1: That wouldn't take into account anything to do with JobKeeper, would it? Do you think?
0: Well, jobkeeper would have kept that higher than it is
1: so that's with the stimulus then they're not yeah so they're not including money that people have received from jobkeeper though in, in that I'd,
0: I'd, not if they've like kept it in so. their bank account I don't yeah. think yeah, it, yeah it's more like if you're out spending yeah mm. so if, if people are holding on to that yeah. and yeah. then that's not growth in the economy yeah. um, but if people are out spending and and the other thing as well is you know this is April till June a lot of lodgements and things didn't really happen until May, mm. um, you know, mid-May, True. end of May. Um, so, a lot of cash flow boosts, a lot yeah. of job keepers yeah. really didn't get into the full swing of things True. until towards the end. So, it was really only a month and a bit of it. True. Um, so, maybe we'll see mm. a bigger effect of that in uh, the September I quarter. I think
1: we'll probably see a massive turnaround in the September quarter. Yeah. I think some people were getting back to normal trading in June mm. and then July and August were probably pretty pretty strong months mm. so other than the victoria stuff and mm. what's been happening there and that's been affecting some industries because a lot of parts and and materials and things come from victoria like it's mm. it's really quite strange but there's a lot of warehouses down in victoria where things are shipped to and then are dispersed in australia yeah so so
0: i i bought a hammock
1: yeah okay that was shipping banana from, hammock.
0: yeah banana hammock that's that's <laughs> that's shipping from melbourne Right. And it just hasn't left Melbourne. Right. In over a week.
1: You, you take your man. banana hammocks very seriously then. Very serious. I'm Melbourne. like the Todd from Scrubs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> banana hammock fire. Right? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, no, I um not like a real hammock. Um yep. I, I had a catch nice. of the day credit uh, because nice. an item that I bought um was incorrect, so I cool. sent it back and, yeah. and got a credit and mm. I bought a hammock. Cool. And I also bought in inserts for my boxing gloves mm, so when I'm all nice. sweaty the gloves don't stink yeah cool um, they arrived within a few days didn't come from Melbourne mm. hammock
1: st- hasn't even left Melbourne there you go mm. yeah so things are a bit weird if your parts and stock is coming from Melbourne mm. as well so that's anything related to Victoria is is troubling yeah. right now and
0: it's second biggest city yeah.
1: in the country oh yeah it's 25% um, of Australia's economy I yeah thinking. it's Victoria so Yeah, and the biggest lockdowns in the June quarter would have been cities, Mm. absolutely, and that's where the economic ...is coming from from the country. So, Mm. yeah, it's interesting, definitely interesting. It is interesting times. It is interesting times. Yeah, so we're not we're not out of this by any means. No, no, really. I I think things are going well. I think considering
0: considering things are going really well. I think the impact from this is going to extend a couple of years from now. Mm. Um, we're not going to really feel yeah. like things are normal again for for some time, I don't mm. think, in my mind. Yeah. things There'll be a level of normal yeah. pretty quickly, but mm. there will still be businesses that just struggle a little bit, yeah. you know, that didn't quite make it through yeah. um, or who were on, as we when we spoke to um, to Josh Robb, you know, yeah. uh, who were on the verge of potentially shutting down yeah. before all this happened. And yeah. then now that job keepers starting down, to wean yeah. out, mm go back over the edge again yeah um yeah so yeah it'll be interesting to see where that goes so yeah that's that's the business update and
1: the, yeah the business update yeah we'll, we'll talk more about JobKeeper later but um i'm interested to look at the criteria for being eligible for JobKeeper mm. as well and given this july to september we'll break down that a little bit yeah because economically speaking some people have done quite well in the September quarter <laughs> absolutely yeah. so it's it's gonna be it's funny I think there'll be less people eligible for JobKeeper than maybe what the government's thinking
0: yeah so th- there's gonna be less people eligible and the payment rate will be less so yeah, yeah we'll we'll get into that in a second but um, Tim do you have a tight tip this week
1: I do Dan yeah and I'll just show you my uh, my list here oh, it's I've a significant us, list of tight tips some of these I've seen so I'll get rid of this one that was the the belt <laughs> tip
0: there's 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 a couple on there that are quite, uh, <laughs> quite Tim specific, but also quite, um, <laughs> quite pathetic.
1: Now, the tartar tip I'm using today just to mm. prove that I come up with these all the time, Dan. Yeah. It's not even on that list. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm running off my own brain. Yeah. Right now. All right. I thought of this this it's morning. First for everything. This morning. Yeah. I thought of this. So let's hope I haven't already used this tartar tip. I don't think I have. I don't think you have. I don't think I generally a pretty good feel if I've used these before. This is a good one. And this directly affects you a little bit. Okay. Just a little bit. All right. Um, don't buy a king bed. Hmm. I know you have a king bed, Dan. I have a king bed. I've had a king bed in the past and they are lovely. Don't get me wrong. King beds are the best. Hmm. Very comfortable.
0: So did you recently buy a queen?
1: No, I've had a queen for a few years now. Hmm. Um, now, here's my reasons why a queen bed hmm. are much more prudent... Mm. For people who follow the ways of tight assism,
0: mm, Go for it.
1: Well, first of all, queen beds are cheaper. Yeah. We can all agree on that, right?
0: No, they're definitely, you know, a few hundred bucks cheaper if you're buying a decent mattress. Exactly right. Yeah.
1: Now, second of all, mm. you've got to think about the on costs of the bedding. Mm. So, if you're getting a king bed... you got
0: to get king sheets.
1: You've got to get king sheets. you got to get king doona. you are got to get wider pillows. Mm. You've got to get... um a bigger mattress protector.
0: Uh, do you have to get wider pillows?
1: No, you don't really have to no. get wider pillows. But more pillows. You know. Yeah, more mm. pillows. Correct. Mm. True. So that's one of the big costs, mm. the on cost yep. of having the king bed.
0: No, I agree with that.
1: That's that's a big concern. Mm. You, a lot of people don't add that up. Mm. Bedding and dunas mm. and things like that cost a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. And then if you want to change your color scheme, you're just going to have to do that all again.
0: Yeah. So. Is I- that. There's more. Okay, go for it. Go for it. Go for it.
1: The next is, if you're moving house, so let's say you're renting mm. or you're, you know, as is the way people live in a house, they want to sell it, buy a different house, they want to yep. upgrade or they get different plans in their life. Yep. King bed might not fit in the room. That is true. That's going to be expensive mm. because then you're going to need to renovate yep. just to fit your fucking king bed in That's your bedroom. true. That is true. Right? Am I talking you out of the king bed here, Dan? You haven't Because most bedrooms mm. Will fit a queen bed Yes Now, what do you lose From the king to the queen? You don't really lose you, A couple A little of inches. bit of length A mm. little bit of length
0: Yeah, length Length is and one definitely
1: width You lose width
0: you, lose, you definitely lose width Not so much length But you definitely lose yeah. width
1: Yeah Right So, you're not losing that much mm. Yeah Get so, a queen bed So, I <laughs> With all due respect <laughs> Yeah Uh
0: don't agree. <laughs> That's fine. Now, I agree with all of your individual arguments. Yes. Kings, king beds cost more. They do. They just do. They uh, do. I had a queen bed for... Actually, it was a double, but mm. for some reason I had all queen sheets <laughs> and a queen doona. Right? So, <laughs> my sheets and doona were just bigger than my bed anyway. Right. Um, I upgraded to a king. It's yeah. um, a big jump down. The, the, the queen sheets just don't fit. Mm, no, so, I had don't. to buy a new king ones. Yeah. Um, my queen Duna just kind of fit. Mm. Not to the length that you want, though. Yeah. No, um, not, not that stylish, like... Exactly. Overhang. Yeah. So, I had to buy a, a king doona yeah. with a king Duna cover. Mm. And
1: exactly. Multiples, That's not cheap.
0: Multiples of those. You're looking at it almost... A F- few hundred bucks.
1: Well... Depending on the... T- depending on the quality of quality. the doona and the sheet.
0: I don't buy a particular... I'd buy a good Duna. Yeah. I don't buy a particularly great quality covers. See,
1: so yeah, I'm like... a. I'm, I'm a sucker for linen. Yeah.
0: So. My sheet's are linen. Yeah,
1: nice. I believe. <laughs> but... You wouldn't know if they're linen. No,
0: but... Because they're soft and they're comfy.
1: That, that sounds like any... Not, that sounds like any sheet. Not, not all
0: of my sheets. <laughs> not all of my sheets. Soft and comfy. Are linen, though. You're, I, you're
1: describing anything. I though. also
0: have some real cheap ones. Right. And they're usually the the, the halfway... Right. Like, right. I'm washing the other ones yeah. kind of sheets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, however... Okay. I particularly value The King. The king. The size of the bed. Mm. I'm a I'm a big man. <laughs> big man. Big man. I'm I'm tall. <laughs> um I like to spread out. I'm particularly wide. Uh cat, my well. partner, someone who is very small, takes up a lot of room in a bed. <laughs> don't know how, don't know why. Defies the laws of physics, uh, but she does. Yeah. Um so I like th- I value my sleep a lot. Yes. So a I value bed. the bigger bed. However, sleep good. I do understand that with that is going to come additional costs yeah. and headache if I potentially move to a house with a smaller bedroom. Yeah. In saying that, my bedroom
1: not very big. Yes. If it's you just might not be able to have like bedside tables or Yeah. whatever.
0: And I would value a bigger bed over that, but I think it all comes down to one you taught tip is correct. You it can is. save money doing this. This is coming from a guy, but who two, I don't want to do it. Who
1: had a king bed mm. and now sleeps in a queen, very happily, mm. very happily. Yeah. Well, shout out uh, for me to um, Eva Mattresses what, for not giving you the free sheets they told you they would. Yeah. Shout out to them
0: for that, <laughs> um, but also just because it's a, it's a bed that's lasted a few years now and and it's still going strong. Love nice. it! Awesome. they cost me like seven hundred fifty
1: bucks. You know what, Dan? While, while we're on this, I think mm. we should pick a few things that we, um, a few things that we have. Mm. Like I'm wearing a good set of flip flops, aka thongs, right now. Are they archies? They are archies.
0: So I'm gonna buy some archies this summer. I, 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 to I think to we Orford. should.
1: Cho- I think we should have a little segment mm. where we choose a product we're loving. Well, that's meant to be other things. Huh. <laughs> no, no, but more like to help that to spruik them and like okay, help them yeah. business. All That's right. what I mean. Like okay. explain the benefits. So let's let's to call listeners.
0: this. It's a new segment. Okay, we'll call it
1: things I like. Two drunk,
0: <laughs> no, two drunk endorsements.
1: Two drunk endorsements. <laughs> are we gonna do this now? We're doing it right now. Oh, um, are we doing the Archies? Uh, today we can do Archies. All right, two drunk endorsements. I endorse Archies. Yeah. So if you're not really sure what an archies is, it is a brand of thong. Mm. And if you're an American listener right now, flip flop. I'm not talking about a g string. Yeah, I'm not talking about that thong no. thong thong thong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about flip flops.
1: Um, yeah. No, they are so good. Mm. So they have it's it's a flip flop, a thong with arch support.
0: Mm. So everyone knows that your traditional thongs are generally. Um, They're not very supportive. They're just a piece of rubber with a strap over the top. You know, they're they're not going to help with my foot issues and my orthotic problems. No. Um, However, arches are more like the insole of what you might get in, say, like a good pair of runners or something. You know, they have that arch support and they have that additional uh, support
1: with the thong styling. So, they put a lot of thought into their thongs. <laughs> this sounds like we've planned this out. This really sounds we like... <laughs> no, like, we just really like our Archies. I don't even <laughs> so, have
0: a pair. I just want one because my feet are messed up.
1: They're so they're so good. Mm. I'm wearing a pair right now mm. and I've had them for almost 18 months. So, there's a plus. Mm. Very long lasting. That's good too. Now, I used to buy Javianas. Yeah. Nothing wrong with Javianas. No. Very stylish, good thongs. Archies look like Javianas. Mm. They have arch support. Mm. No plug If you ever want to have yarners You know You ruin that plug that the quickly plug, The plug yeah. comes out you Much
0: quicker than you rub the uh, You wear the sole down
1: Definitely Yeah So Archie's don't have a plug It's just all um, Moulded Into the base of the thong That is good Which means you're never gonna get that um, Unplug Say you're out somewhere yeah, you're For a day
0: I've been out many a time and Yeah You have a blowout A blowout Yeah, yeah. And, and then it, if you tear the bottom off it You ruined for the day It's yeah. done Yeah
1: yeah, you can you can put you can put some temporary fixes in place there. Mm. But you end up with like five left foot thongs yeah. that you can do nothing with. Yep. Yeah. I've got those thongs sitting in my cupboard because yeah. I'm, I'm ashamed to throw yeah. them away. <laughs> the other thing they have, so they've got the arch support, they've got specialized foam which moulds to your feet. I can definitely attest to that because mm. Michael man in the street, his brother Adam, wore my thongs into the shower at <laughs> <laughs> <in> Queenstown. <laughs> Yuck. Because we're in a hostel. Yeah. They had changed by the time he came back. Yeah. You know? I was like, Why <laughs> are you, you wore my thumbs. <laughs> Jesus. No blowouts. They also have a tight strap on the toe, which means mm. no toe grabbing. Always happens with happies, mm. And uh, they're very light. They mm. uh, Light as a feather. And one downside, they're a little bit squeaky after the shower. So, you wear your thumbs in the shower. They get a little squeaky. Yeah, they'll be squeaky
0: in the, in, in the, um, just, just after the, the beach something or whatever. They're, with the foam. they're just yeah. like slightly squeaky. That's fine. I, I don't have a problem with that.
1: But they're very light. Are they grippy? They're very good.
0: Yeah, it's super so grippy. If, if you're out in the in the wet
1: Yeah um, I've never a, felt like I was are you ice slip. skating or No, you're not ice skating. Compared yeah. to like heavies, you're definitely you're ice, ice skating. skating. Yeah. yeah. On like a wet tile. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, Tim, that is our too drunk endorsement for the day. New segment. It new is. segment. These are just things yeah. that Tim and I enjoy. Next week we'll be back with an all new we endorse.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we will. We will. I look forward to it.
0: All right, let's move on to our main topic. Main topic today, Tim, as we said, is the new JobKeeper legislation has passed. So, uh, we did a whole episode on JobKeeper 2.0 and what the announcement was. There's been some changes to that since then. Mm. The main thing that stayed roughly the same was the payment rates and the dates that these things are going to happen. The biggest changes were how you actually qualify for it. So, initially, what they announced was you had to demonstrate that you had a turnover in June and a turnover in September quarters to then qualify for yeah. the December quarter payments and mm-hmm. then you'd have to demonstrate June, September and December to qualify for the March quarter payments. Mm-hmm. Um they scrapped that pretty quickly because it became fairly evident and just this week that we are not improving as fast as they thought we were. Um and I think it also helped that the um that uh, the initial jobkeeper cost them a lot less than they initially thought. Yeah,
1: well that's true. Yeah. That's very true. Um yeah, I- that was just going to be a bit of red tape, I think. I was definitely not looking forward to having to run through that test for no. all of the clients we're currently helping No, with JobKeeper. So,
0: so some of the quick points about this. Um, so, if you are currently enrolled in the JobKeeper, you do not need to re-enroll. Mm. You are enrolled. but you That's d- good. But you do need to retest. So, mm. you, you do need to ensure that you meet the uh, reduction in income requirements that we'll go through in a second. Yep. Um, before you then continue to pay your employees, so mm. this is something that towards the end of September um, you're going to need to look at. Mm-hmm. So we'll go through that in a second. So you don't need to re-enroll, you don't need to get employees to sign out a new form, um, but if you don't meet the turnover tests, then you need to stop paying your employees the JobKeeper, basically from that point. And so yeah, un-enroll. instead,
1: of, so basically you won't do a declaration for that month. Essentially
0: correct. Yep, it'll just be zero employees yeah. eligible. Yeah, yeah. Fair so enough.
1: that's nice and easy.
0: Yeah, that's a nice and easy one. Um, you don't need to get the employees out for new forms or anything like that. Perfect. Um, however, as we just said, the turnover tests have mm. changed. So, yeah, the main difference to what was initially announced to what is happening now is you no longer need to qualify in both June and September to qualify for december and you don't need to qualify for june september and december to qualify for march you just need to qualify for a reduction in the quarter immediately before Mm. the extension period so Mm. we're talking about you get to the end of september and you want to continue job keeper throughout october november Mm. december Mm. we're talking about the reduction in september quarter yeah so you need to show that your income has reduced by 30 percent if you are a not for profit with a business less than you know billions of dollars. Um, you need to show that there is a reduction of 30% for the September quarter compared to the same period last year. Although, just like the initial one, there will be alternative tests mm-hmm. because not everyone had a business September last year. Um, but you had a business before one March and you had income and you have employees who are hired before the first of July. Yeah. <laughs> so there is going to be some alternative tests. I imagine they're going to be similar, but it's actually at the ATO's discretion to come up with these. Yeah. So, we don't know what they are right now, but I'm assuming they're going to be just replicating the initial ones.
1: They'll probably be quite similar. Yeah. I mean, it is quite interesting because the original eligibility was one month. Yep. So, now they're looking at a three-month period. Yeah. Which, yeah, is, is fascinating. Um, I guess... What worries me, Dan, yep. is that, um, and and this is where we have to wait for the alternative tests, mm. but a lot of businesses have actually done okay in July, August, and September. Yeah. A lot of businesses that I've seen made a recovery after a pretty shocking June quarter and we're doing maybe business as usual, maybe business close um, to business as usual, yeah, and um, maybe only reduced
0: twenty yeah, percent, not thirty,
1: yeah, and so I'm just quite concerned that those people will be missing, um, yeah, now I being I agree. eligible for yeah. for JobKeeper 2.0, which is going to be painful for them because, I mean, as we know, um, where the, the economy is not in the greatest place, no, and um, and they took a very big hit for a quarter or more and may take another hit soon depending on what happens. So, to me, um, this is going to be a bit of a blow for some people. Yeah, because, no, I, yeah.
0: I agree that there'll be people who were down, as you said, in mm. that June quarter. A good example is restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Who, who were down in that June quarter quite easily almost maybe even 100%, you know, mm, for, yeah. for, for that period and yeah. then, Reopened, um, are doing business under current restriction levels everywhere other than Melbourne, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know who are who are currently out there doing their bit. They're still not at full capacity. They're still yeah. not where they were.
1: Like I've actually spoken to some that mm. have may have had bigger weeks mm. than they used to have. Yeah, right. But then sometimes they have a really quiet week. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so,
0: so in those instances, you know, those payments will stop.
1: Yeah, well, I um, mean, and they could yeah. have had no business between April and June, yeah, which is mortifying to think of. But mm. then um, have reopened maybe mid-June, mm. starting to get busy in July, August, September, yeah, and they could be yeah 15 percent down compared mm. to this time last year, and not get job keeper, yeah, too, which is just a strange thought. Yeah, very strange thought. So
0: you have to show that reduction for that entire month. To whatever your comparison period will end up being with that'll come out in more detail soon mm. um so that'll go from the 28th of september to the 3rd of january and then you need to retest again for the december quarter so you can pay yeah. december quarters turnover to the same period last year yeah. or whatever your comparison period will end up mm. being um and if you're down 30 percent in that period you can then qualify from the 3rd of january onto the end of march yeah um, for that quarter, so yep. which is which is good. Um, the payment rates, as was initially announced, are different now. Though it's not a flat fifteen hundred a fortnight yep. for everybody. No. Um, what it is now, and I think we went through this a bit in our JobKeeper two episode, but just to refresh, so they've split it um, kind of between two different categories: those that are more full time and those that are, are less, you know, more part time or casual. So mm. uh, it's twelve hundred a fortnight in this um December quarter So after the From the 28th of September mm. Instead of 1500 a fortnight It'll go down to 1200 a fortnight mm. uh, For employees who were working uh, uh, yeah, 20 hours cool. or more yeah. On average In the 4 weeks before Either the 1st of March Or the 1st of July <laughs> So if you were working So n- now that there's a retest in 1st of July So if the four weeks before that, you were working at least 20 hours a week. You would then be eligible for the $1,200 amount. If you were working less than that, it's $750. Mm. So, if you're a casual employee who only works 10 hours a week for a restaurant because you're at uni, you're no longer going to receive $1,500. you are mm. going to receive 750 mm-hmm. as a minimum. Yep.
1: 750
0: 750 for the first um, quarter. It okay. Go- goes down again.
1: So, um, so the full payments coming down to twelve hundred.
0: Full payments coming down to twelve hundred for the people. Part-time who
1: are, payments coming down to seven fifty. Seven fifty. So, okay. if you
0: work twenty hours or more, you will get twelve hundred. Yeah. If you work twenty hours or less, you'll get seven fifty.
1: Just one thing on that turnover testing before as well. Mm. That doesn't include the job keeper. You have been. Receiving Does not include the job keeper. So. No. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's so, your operating. Yeah.
0: Um, turnover, not, not including any subsidies that you're receiving. Your
1: turnover is your sales yep. and the ATO take it to be excluding GST
0: Yep. as well. Correct.
1: So, your sales excluding GST.
0: Yep, that's right. So, that's the December quarter. So, if you have a reduction of 30% in September compared to your comparison period yep. uh, and you've got employees who work 20 hours or more, your business will receive $1,200 a fortnight
1: for them. 20 you- hours or more in the four weeks leading up to... First of March or the first, the first of, of July. July. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you,
0: you will receive twelve hundred an employee. Um, for those people, yep. they must receive at least that in a payment. Yep. Uh, for anyone who worked twenty hours or less uh, leading to the four week period to the, any, either of those dates, you will receive seven fifty per fortnight, and they need to receive at least that amount as a pay. Cool. So the, mm. this changes again come the March quarter. Yeah. So you qualify. In December, you've got thirty percent reduction. In December, uh, full-time employees, so those working more than twenty or twenty hours or more, um, it goes from twelve hundred down to one thousand, mm. and everyone else is down to six fifty. Mm. So at that point, you kind of assume that most people in the twenty hours or more will probably be earning more than a thousand dollars a fortnight. So really. Your employees will no longer get more pay than what they're usually entitled yeah. to at that point. It's yeah. probably more you're just receiving a wage subsidy in your business. Yeah, for sure. Um, the 650, maybe, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so th- that's that's how that's going to change. So it's an interesting one. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah, you've got to retest at the end of each quarter now mm. to continue and the payment rates are split and reduce each quarter from here on in.
1: Mm. Yes. um, So,
0: alternative tests to be announced by the ATO in the coming weeks. We'll see what they say. But I'm assuming that they're just going to be similar to the ones before.
1: Yeah. So, it's good that it's extended. Um, A lot of people are going to miss. Mm -hmm. If you're going to miss, don't try and tactically get into it. Because, unfortunately, if this were a game of chess, it's checkmate. You can't go back in time and change your turnover. No, exactly. Um, in, you know, the ATO, and we're about to talk about um, the early release of Super and yeah. something the ATO have shared re- uh, regarding integrity and compliance for that. But um, the ATO, if you think about it, have your actual um, turnover for July, yeah. they have your actual turnover for August, mm-hmm. and they have your Baz lodgements for the previous year. They've got a lot of pieces of the puzzle. Not already. only that,
0: but they know what everyone else in your industry have done. Yeah. They know what everyone else in your area have done.
1: Oh yeah. They so, they
0: have a lot of data points that they yeah, can compare.
1: There's no point there's no point schooling this and just shutting down for September to try and Yeah. <laughs> not meet not reach the turnover. Um, Criterion So that you can get JobKeeper For an additional Silly Three months So it's going to be What it's going to be Unfortunately Some people are going to miss out And people who Were affected In a massive Mm. way They could have had A good September quarter Unfortunately They might miss
0: yeah, so I'm um, I'm unsure of the rules around. Let's say you don't qualify for December, but you might qualify yeah. for March.
1: That was the next thing
0: I was going to say. I wonder yeah.
1: if some people who didn't get JobKeeper at all might now qualify. Well, now qualify. Yeah, mm, they could. They could. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, constantly check. Constantly yeah. check your de- your numbers. Definitely. You you, you might. Mm. Not have been eligible, and now suddenly you are eligible. Yep. So, so always be reviewing those numbers, yep. which we always recommend anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's an interesting one. So let's let's move on to the next point, which is the ATO compliance around a lot of these stimulus packages. So they've started to announce some serious investigations into um, a couple of things. Cash flow boost was one of them. Job yeah. JobKeeper eligibility is another one. But yep. one that they're coming down particularly hard on was the early access to your superannuation, which a lot of
1: people just heard you could do and went out and did. (laughs) Yeah, a couple of pre-comments on this. I mean, obviously, the government and the ATO said, don't do this. Every time you went and applied for one of these things, it said, um, don't do this fraudulently. Otherwise, it could be a criminal offence and there may be fines, basically. Um, So, (laughs) but I would say with the early release of Super, this was something that wasn't too much talk around. It just seemed like, hey... Um, everyone's in strife for a couple of weeks there when, when the lockdown first happened nationally. Everyone's in strife. We're just going to let everyone take money out of their super.
0: Well, I think this was one of the first <coughs> stimulus announcements. It yeah. was cash flow boost, early access, early access to, to super. super. And the early access to super, they did immediately say if... You're, if you have seen a reduction
1: Yeah And that was key Yeah It didn't say really Like how much reduction Or anything like that It wasn't like a It wasn't like a proper test Like the JobKeeper Or cash flow Boost I, th- I think
0: it was I yeah. think they did have that data
1: Maybe it was like a 20% decline But, but it hours. wasn't in the headlines
0: Yeah You know It, it was You can access your super mm. But you had to go read you know, which people don't do, you had to go read the fine print to realize, okay, am I eligible? Do I meet the test? Well,
1: actually, when you're applying to Mm. release the super, you had to say, I've seen a material decline Mm. in my hours of work or my income. Okay. I think that's all it said. Yeah, right. You just had to tick that box and then it would be like, Mm. great, we'll give you a super soon. Anyway, so So now um, the ATO has released something very interesting and Mm. it makes complete sense. Basically, what they're saying is, we have visibility for everyone's income, yep. especially if they're earning wages. yeah. So, every business is now lodging single-touch payroll or mm-hmm. should be lodging single-touch payroll. Yep. And um, that means for you and I, Dan, mm-hmm. the ATO can tell every week when we get paid, what we're paid, yep. how much tax is withheld and how much super we yep. should be owed. Yep. Now, what they're going to do is they're going to match up that data that they're getting weekly throughout the... COVID lockdowns mm. and throughout that financial year up to June um, and compare that with whoever has applied for and received an early release of super. Yeah. And if there's been no material decline in your income, well, they're going to probably ask you some serious questions yeah. about that. Exactly.
0: And, and we'll <laughs> go into what specifically they've said could be the outcomes of that. But um, here's an interesting case scenario for you, Tim. Yeah, my I had a job and... Uh, I worked in a restaurant mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. COVID hit and mm. the restaurant had to close just to yep. take away only. That business was eligible for JobKeeper.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was only earning about a thousand bucks a fortnight, and but I basically had to stop working. Mm. But because of JobKeeper, I started earning $1,500 a fortnight. Mm. I've seen an increase in my income, <laughs> but I didn't work for a month. True. So, I applied for super. I wasn't working. True. Well, what, that's, what, <laughs> that's a significant decrease in your hours. Yep, true. But true. it's actually an increase in your pay. What's what's the compliance around that? I have no mm. idea. I would assume you're probably not eligible, but that's that's just me being conservative there's, there's, on
1: it. There's some examples here. So, mm. um, yeah, okay. They could, I think they could actually contact that person yeah. um, and revoke the approval. Of your application. hmm And they may make you include the money as accessible income. Yeah. Tax return.
0: So that's what they've kind of said. They've said that, all right, we've we've done some data matching. Your income didn't change during this period, but you applied for mm. this job keep uh, you applied for this super early release. Mm. We gave you ten grand before June mm. and ten grand after. Mm. Um we don't think you're actually eligible for it. Prove prove otherwise. Yeah. And if you can't they're they're then going to one make you include it as accessible income but Mm -hmm. then two i believe they're going to charge you a penalty
1: yeah so if you did it um i guess um knowing that you're doing the wrong thing? Yeah. Yes, you could get an administrative penalty or yeah. a fine yeah. basically. Mm. Whereas if in in the case where yeah, this is literally one of the examples mm. in the ATO release here. It's example 1 is job keeper and no change to working hours. So Harry works 40 hours per fortnight and his employer receives the job keeper payment to subsidize his income. Mm-hmm. He hears that if you receive a government benefit, you can apply for COVID-19 early release of super. Harry applies in late May 2020 and receives 10 grand from his super fund. So the next step is they contact him, they discuss mm-hmm. the circumstances, the ATO determines he does not meet any of the other eligibility criteria as as he has not had a reduction in his working hours. Yeah, so working hours. Working hours. Yeah.
0: So, in my example, mm, the working hours income. were reduced. Yeah. Even though the income went up, they so were eligible.
1: If the hours are reduced, mm. then you're probably fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if everything stayed the same, even if you were getting JobKeeper and, mm. and you
0: you still worked, mm, the restaurant became takeaway. You still went there in the same amount
1: of hours you were doing before. I wonder what the threshold is for reduction in now. So if say for a month you had reduced mm. hours,
0: I, I yeah I think they did have criteria around this. That there, mm. there was like a it was like twenty percent, you know, for a mm. two week period, kind of, like mm. that. They, it, it, they did have criteria for this. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So if the, the main point of this though is if if you were just one of those people that heard you could do it and just went and did it, mm. um, there's a strong chance you're going to get contacted by the ATO. If you didn't meet the eligibility criteria, you're going to have to include that it's as assessable income in this year's tax return.
1: Yeah, which is fair because your superannuation pays tax at a lower rate, yep. which is meant to be an hmm. uh, incentive for that to be a savings plan for your retirement. Yep. So, you're getting the money early, um, it's income, mm. so it should be taxed at your marginal rate. Will this
0: come with an offset? An offset.
1: I think it would. I think that would be the fair thing to do. Mm. But um, from what we're hearing right now, I guess mm. we're not sure. Yep. Uncertain. Yeah. But I think it should. I think it should come with a fifteen percent offset. Because yep. if you think about it, super funds pay tax. Yeah. And then that you just, you just pay That'd the difference. Be really unfair. Yeah. Well,
0: and there is. Um, you know if you do get, if you do get a super lump sum payment, um, and you don't meet the criteria to to receive your pension, for mm. instance, uh, more often than not, that is a taxable income to yep. you. and that does come with like a taxed element untaxed and and you get tax offsets around around that, and you just pay the difference essentially. So um I imagine it would be a similar instance to accessing your super because yeah mm. you know. Any other reason than retirement? Yeah.
1: So a lot of people did see this as a free hit. Yeah. And if that's you, then I guess there's nothing you really need to do right now. Mm. But just wait. You could probably expect a letter. Yeah. From the ATO. And when you do get that, just cooperate. Yeah. You may owe a little bit of tax, but hey, you got ten thousand dollars out. You should have the money there to pay the tax. Yeah. You, you might need to
0: sell your new motorbike.
1: <laughs> Let's hope you didn't release it to buy a motorbike. But yeah. If you did. Then that could be the reality. Now on the on the other the other thing people might have done mm. and this is for those out there who were trying to be real tricky is mm. get an early release for super, then claim a deduction for putting that money back in their super funds. So the
0: ATO were very early on this to yeah, say yeah. this is not allowed. That's not gonna happen.
1: <laughs> so yeah. Um if that is you And it may even be inadvertently. So, Mm. let's just say you were salary sacrificing into super. Mm, Yeah. For some reason. It would be quite a strange thing to do in light of COVID and Mm. reduced hours. But if you're salary sacrificing to super, say in June, because your hours went back to normal. Yeah but you had released $10,000 back in April. You could or have, May. Yeah,
0: that could be considered re. Uh, that could be sus.
1: So you need to definitely be aware that yeah, um it's maybe you don't want to claim deductions for the money you're putting into super.
0: Yeah, it's it'll be <laughs> Yeah, not only did you will you not receive the tax deduction you were hoping to get, but you'll probably owe tax. Yeah. Yeah, you will. Yeah. And you don't have the money anymore because you recontributed back mm. into your super fund.
1: And look, there's no guarantee that ATO is going to contact you um and so, for that reason, don't go and seek it out, but be aware of it. Mm. Um, it may come back yeah. to get you later yeah. this year. Just so. follow the rules, people. Don't yeah. apply for things you're not eligible for. That's right. Yeah, yeah, everyone sort of stresses out and they they see it as free money, but yeah, you know, it's your super in the end of the day. So. And th-
0: there was a lot of things that came out at the time where, where you know the, the market was down by re- withdrawing oh, the amount you were yeah. actually capitalising. Oh, sorry, crystallising a loss True. in in your super fund True. and. The compounding growth that yeah. that ten thousand dollars would have seen over the next thirty years yeah. is massive. And you went out and and you bought a motorbike, a or motorbike something. or something. However, there was also on the other side of that a lot of people who desperately needed that money yeah. to to pay their electricity bill yeah. to yeah. to buy groceries for their kids. So exactly, yeah. in that instance, you did the right thing. Obviously, yep. in in the other instance where you're silly and applied where you weren't eligible and you bought dumb mm. shit with it you mm. bought a new tv or something mm. um well yeah there's a good chance that um it's going to come back to bite you in the bum
1: for sure
0: yes all right well as we said there are other compliance things going around the ato are reviewing the cash flow boost as mm. well um mm. and things like that which yeah, which you know you didn't really apply for it was automatically mm. given to you so in those instances um you know the there's, there won't
1: be as big of an issue there, I don't think. Here's an interesting one, though. Mm. Definitely check if you received your cash flow boost. Yes. Because we've noticed for several people mm. um, who we help that um, for some reason, one reason or another, they didn't receive the automatic cash flow boost credit. So, we actually had to go um, speak to the ATO. Mm. Now, the other thing is if you made a mistake in your March or June bass lodgement, you may not have received the correct cash flow boost. Which yeah. means you might not have received enough or you could have received too much. And you might have to pay some back and you might get more. So so that's another thing to double check. Were mm. that was the tax withheld on the wages I lodged in my March and June Baz or my or my March, April, May, June Bazes mm. correct. Um, because that will then affect what credit you're getting in July, August, September, October. So yeah. Um, Check your ATO account. Make sure you've been receiving cash flow boost mm-hmm. if you pay wages. It's as simple as that. If you pay wages and withhold tax, you get cash flow boost. Yep. If you haven't received cash, cash flow boost, there's been a mistake and you could be owed minimum 20 grand. Yeah. So, yeah, that's check, right. double check you got some credits there.
0: And do- do- just go d- if you haven't, go double check the eligibility. If you think you're eligible, contact the ATO.
1: Yeah, Simple as that's that. Right.
0: And in, in an example, one that I have to do, I, I'm actually having to send evidence mm. that they met the criteria because they just kind of fell into this weird gray patch in, mm. you know, of a timing difference. However, they were 100% are eligible. So, yeah. in that instance, I've just, you just got to send them some you know, bank statements and yep. some other payroll data and things and, and it all clears up.
1: See, I had one where they were definitely eligible. Mm. There was no doubt about it. They'd been in business since January mm. last year. Mm. And they had like twelve staff, so they met them. They hit the minimum, mm. uh, the maximum. Sorry, mm. uh, way before June. Yep. So fifty grand they were owed, and um, we checked in May, and they hadn't received any of the cash flow boost. Yeah. So we had to get contact the ATO, and yeah, so it took took about a month at that time because the ATO was getting smashed. But yep. they eventually received a credit of close to fifty grand from the ATO. Nice. Yeah. So if you if you don't check. In their case, they could have missed a yeah. hundred grand of credits because Absolutely. if they didn't get that, they wouldn't get the automatic credits in July to October. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely worth checking.
0: Great. All right. Well, that probably ends our main topic today. Uh, Tim, I have another thing. Go. Uh, my Go other away. thing this week is uh, the NBA and mm. basketball. Cool. Uh, <laughs> basketball. One of our other things in the past few months had been um, The Last Dance, the the Jordan and the Bulls documentary. Mm. Um, that got me on a journey into the NBA that I had previously never taken. And we've got a few employees, um, part of the team, who really like the NBA. Mm. Um, and I'd never really watched it, but I watched this documentary and I got real into it. And I bought a basketball and then... Um, We've been watching the playoffs in the office. We've got up on the big screen and I'm loving it. I'm really, I I think the NBA has fast become my favorite sport.
1: It is cool. It's, it's, it's very cool. And what they do is extremely skillful. Yeah. And physically amazing.
0: I think that's why I like it. There's a lot of, it's not like there's a big dude running at another big dude and they're just meatheads. Yeah. Talking about the NRL. (laughs) You know, I don't like that.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of finesse. Th- there's
0: finesse in it, there's mm. skill, there's yeah. there's a little bit of strategy and intelligence yeah. and, and you know, mm. it's 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 a great
1: sport. Yeah, it I'm is. I'm into it.
0: It is. Yeah.
1: Well, I like it, Dan. Who's yeah. your team? Uh,
0: my team in our office kind of sweeps is um uh, the Raptors, Toronto, the one last year. They're struggling, although mm. game this morning, mm. right? Mm. I mean, just put put the scene down. So there okay. was kind of uh, them and the Celtics. Celtics are two 0 in the series. Okay. Um, up and down the mm. entire game. Uh, in the last few seconds, um, I think it was it was even. Mm. Um, it was like hundred and one all or something like that. Mm. In the last few seconds, Celtics snuck in and with point five of a second left, managed to to sink a bucket. Oh. Uh, just it was like a slam dunk. Oh. So they went up by two. So, it was 103 to 101, half a second left.
1: So, they take a timeout?
0: They took a timeout. Toronto? Yeah, Toronto yeah. took a timeout. Which means
1: they move up to their front half of the court. Correct. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, so um, <laughs> Lillard? No, no, no. It, it was, he plays um, for the Raptors though, doesn't he? No. 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 It was, um, what's uh-huh. his name? Uh, Kyle Lowry, oh, uh, yeah, Lowry was throwing in. Yeah. Um, and they Celtics put this like monster in front of him. Yeah. Right? yeah. this there's half a second. Oh. So, they're like, all right, go. The time doesn't start till he actually throws it in. Players yeah. are running around mad. Yeah. He just like Hail Mary lobs it to the other side far corner, right? Um, uh, I think it, it might have been... I've forgotten who caught it. Uh, it might have been OG. Maybe. Yeah, so anyways, yeah. caught it. Yeah. Shot it with one of a second that left his hand. Oh. So, it was counted. Sunk it for a three. What? They won 104 to 103.
1: Oh. Yeah, I, I love the last minute yeah. in NBA. There's nothing better than a last minute when it's tight in the yeah. NBA. Um, yeah, it's very cool because of all the timeouts and the intentional yeah. fouls, they draw out every last second.
0: Oh, that la- last minute goes for 10. It's crazy. Anyway, so I just couldn't believe that it was like with half a second left, one team got ahead and was like, oh, they won. They're like pretty They were celebrating like, we did yeah, this, it's done. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, um, they... They
1: sunk a three-pointer
0: with half a second left. With 0.1 of a second left. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's why I like the NBA That's cool. That's very cool. Shout out
1: to the NBA. Electric. Well, Dan, how do you like wops? (laughs) (laughs) Because that's my other thing.
0: (laughs) Do you know Uh, what a wop is? I do, Tim. I do, yeah. I'm familiar with the hip-hop. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so uh, on this podcast, we're very much up to date with pop, yeah. pop culture, pop culture, wop culture, yeah. you might call it. Yeah. <laughs> wop culture? I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> anyway, let's just say explicit from this point onwards.
1: So if look, we're not going to play the song. We're not going to explain what a wop is. Mm. But um, if you're interested, mm. and yeah, it is a little bit out of left field. Mm. Go listen to a song called WAP.
0: Mm. W A P. So why is this your other thing? Just because you found it interesting, funny on the weekend? Uh, I heard culturally it... significant. Yeah. What, what's, so yeah. look,
1: I think it's a it's a landmark day mm. for women, mm. and uh, it's all about equality mm. of he, talking about things. He, here's the thing: sensitive topics. I I agree that. Yeah, it's so much so that we don't even really want to explain what what is yeah, is because it, we feel weird about it.
0: No, but it's it's great that they're that this song was made you know, and and that they're um you know expressing, getting out there and expressing themselves, yeah. expressing their sexuality, do, doing all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but I don't like it when the guys do it either. So no, I'm like, yeah, true, true I, true. I don't like it when the guys like, hey, he's my he's my my big penis and. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do with it. I'm just like, I don't... That's not music I want to listen to. I don't need to hear that.
1: It's true. It's true. But at the same time So, rate,
0: I like it as equally as the guys' I one.
1: take it... The way I'm receiving it... and yeah. Everyone can choose how they want to receive it. Mm. I'm receiving it as uh, a satire of men yes. singing so in that way. In, with that, those context, of yeah.
0: in that context, in context, I think it's quite it's funny. Like,
1: ingenious yeah. and
0: hilarious. I agree with that. In that, that light. In, in that context, yes.
1: I don't think they were... Uh, I don't know Cardi B or the mm. other I don't know. I don't know
0: personally. No.
1: But I'm guessing she wasn't being serious yeah. when she wrote the lyrics to that song.
0: So, if she was being serious, I like it as much as I like it when yes. the guy rappers do it. If it was a serious
1: it. song, not into it. If because it's, it's tongue in cheek, a
0: satire and tongue-in-cheek,
1: great. I think it's hilarious. Really funny. Yeah, I agree with that. I even heard Triple J play it the other day. Wow. Which is pretty crazy. I yeah. doubt they would play many Cardi B songs. No. <clears throat> so, I heard it for the first time on the weekend. It's quite funny. Yeah. I agree with that. Go have a listen if you haven't heard it.
0: All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to get in touch, at 2Drunk Accountants on Instagram and Facebook, at 2Drunk Podcast on Twitter, 2 Podcast at gmail.com. Just shoot us an email with any questions and or, queries. Or WAP at gmail. WAP at gmail.com. At gmail.com. <laughs> I'd love to see who owns that. <laughs> I think that'd be funny. WAP 24 7. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, get in touch if you have any questions. we'd love some feedback, as we said if this is your first time listening to the podcast. You picked an interesting one, and um we'd love to hear how you thought about your first listening experience uh,
1: or even if you're a long time listener first time uh messenger yeah, yeah,
0: so yeah if you're yeah we we you know tim is is all whop for messages
1: i'm i'm am well, I'm <laughs> down or whop for the message, but um. Yeah, we got one for the other day for someone who was down towards the Southern Highlands. Southern Highlands. it was Matt. Yes. Which right. was uh, very good. I was down that way. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah,
0: send us a message in right yeah. here. We love it. All right. Thanks, everybody. And we'll catch you later. Bye.